You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Keetra returning again this week for another wonderful episode of SOB Style of Business. Today, I have a wonderful chef that's going to be in the house telling us about all her wonderful, delicious creations, the things that she is working on, giving us a scoop on how she got started. She is also a blogger and a creator, and I am just excited to have her on. So let us go ahead and roll right into this good old podcast. I am speaking with Chef Vicky V, who is the creator and blogger behind the Fat Girl Food Chronicles. So without further ado, hey, what's up, Chef Vicky? Thanks so much for being Hi. on the show. Hello, 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 hello. I'm so excited to be here with you, and I appreciate you reaching out to me. Yeah, let's dish. That's what I like to say. Let's dish. Let's dish, yeah. Let's dish, and I, I can't wait until we get into the actual food part of it. So I'll have to go and kind of flow and, and take my time with that, and then also check out the, the blog for some good recipes. But before we get to that, go ahead and give us a brief introduction, just a little bit about yourself and your interests, uh, maybe a little bit of background and, and expertise. There you go. And I went to college in Louisiana, uh, found myself on the East Coast, and that is where I had the privilege of going to culinary school. I mean, it wasn't, my journey wasn't that simple. I really was out there kind of finding myself. I lived in New York and then ended up in Philly. And while I was there, everybody, it was like that time in my life, I was like 20, 22, and everybody was like, what are you going to do with your life? And I just, I really had no That's perfect. Yeah, that's not a typical, or I guess like a traditional route, because I know a lot of people do their whole education first, and then they go into the industry. So you mentioned you went to school and you were, I guess you could say that your grandmother, I guess maybe you found inspiration, uh, just, you know, kind of being raised around her and then being in the kitchen. But like, were you always interested in food and cooking and stuff like that prior to actually going to culinary school? So all the, like, I'm, I'm, I've always been kind of social, so everybody would kind of be at my house, 
and I would cook like for everyone, and people would be like, "Oh my god!" And, and I at the time I was making these caramel cake. Um, oh wow! And people, yeah, and people were like, "I want a caramel cake for this. I want a caramel cake for that." I was like, "Oh my god! Okay, I'll make them for you." And so I remember that. But if I'm thinking back to the like my first interactions with food, my grandmother who was so interacted with me as a young child, rest in peace to her. She really inspired me from a very young age. She would let us make mud pies and we all mm-hmm. she would let us take her real pies. When I was younger, I was like didn't realize that what we were doing. But we were taking her real pies outside and putting real mud into her real pies, pretending like we were making real food. Yeah. <laughs> and we like literally these are like the memories that I have of my sister and we really that and we just like we were always in the kitchen playing like kitchen cooking and all that kind of stuff so when I look back like I said it just made sense like it was something that throughout my life has been a thread of happiness and just of memories and I've always been able to look back and uh, draw from that so yeah yeah, that is the perfect explanation. And I kind of felt that because I was, I was looking at your website and there was a quote, something that it was something along the lines that said that some, about a person has never eaten or if they haven't been uh, fed. What was that on your website by you put like a uh, mammy or was it aunt, one of your aunts? Oh, yeah, it was one of your aunts, I believe. Yes. It's, so that is a quote from actually a movie. It says, oh, life is a buffet. But most poor suckers are starving to death. And that's a quote that I got from Miss Mammy, which is, or Auntie Mammy. One of, it, it's, a old, it's a very old black and white movie. But it's one of the quotes that uh, somebody gave me, somebody um, that was very pivotal in my life gave me a while back. And it's just, it's so fitting for me as a chef. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, and you know what? And thanks for clarifying that for me. Because when I read that, I was like, I'm wondering if maybe she, that was, because that, that was a pretty strong quote when I read it and it kind of tied into what you're doing as a chef but then also too when yeah. I checked out your promotional like you had like a little something on your YouTube channel just giving an introduction about who you are and what you're doing and it was just so inspiring that you just kind of decided that you wanted to do this and then you stepped right into it and things just started to unfold for you I was very uh, moved by what you're doing and speaking of which I want you to go ahead and give us the rundown on your blog which is that Fat Girl Food Chronicles. Let's talk about that a bit. Okay, sure. The Fat Girl Food Chronicles. So I've been Chef Vicky V forever, and I was that on Instagram. I kind of, it's funny because what, what people think about a chef, they think about a caterer, somebody that caters. And I have never been a full-service catering. When I was catering at the height of what I was doing, I guess you could call that, I was only a micro-caterer. So I only, like, intimate functions and stuff like that so I said you know what I'd rather be someone who specializes in a date night or a brunch for your girlfriend or uh, partners with people who do these pop-up brunches here in the city I'd rather partner with them than do full catering it, it just wasn't something that I was good at and instead of giving somebody a experience where I couldn't put all of myself into I'd rather not do it I'm yeah. all about you know what I'm saying if I'm gonna give you something I'm gonna give it to you I'm not just gonna do it halfway, and I want you to have the full experience, and I found that in full catering, or when I was doing bigger jobs, like, I just could not duplicate my greatness, or what I consider to be, say, putting yeah. myself on a plate, and I couldn't, and so I, I really wanted to phase away from that, and I, I was like, how could I do this, and 
out. I was I just so happened to be in uh, the Houston Boo Bloggers Collective. Shout out to them. They do some real good stuff for uh, bloggers here in the city. And I, I honestly, I was just like, I'm a, I've been boo blogging. I love this. And I was like, I need to transition into something. I said, I'm going to start a blog because people were watching my answer stories and stuff. They, uh, you know, for whatever reason, people said, to seem to like my personality. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, so I was like cool. But in that time, I was like, I was going through, I had started a therapy about a year before, and I was really walking through a time in my life where I was accepting all of me and walking through that and what that meant for me in my life right now. And I realized that so many people, whether it's, you know what I'm saying, like, it was like my demons. But it's also like my blessing. So my gift is my curse because I am, I do struggle with food addiction and I am overweight, but I'm also a chef. And in that, I use food to bring light and love to people. And so I was like, my gift is my curse and how do I make this work? And I was like, let me just live in my truth. All I could do was create a space for myself to live in my truth. And hopefully it will give people courage to live in there. So that's how the Fat Girl Food Chronicles came came to be. <laughs> yeah, that is so inspiring. And you, you're right. You know, when you live your truth, things start coming together. But then also, too, just giving other people the courage, you know, and the motivation to know that they can do whatever it is that they need to do, like within their, their space or their industry or whatever it is that they enjoy. Sure. So sure. the blessing is a curse, I, but it's good. And I think a lot of people walk through something similar there might not be food but it might be whatever and I'm not gonna lie and say that I was not terrified to put that name out like growing up in a society where it's not really it's very taboo to talk about weight and especially as a woman people look at you and they can see it but it's kind of like something that swept under the rug and I was like I'm not gonna do that anymore like y'all know what it is y'all can see me so let's talk about it so it's like I said it was terrifying at first because I didn't know how it would be but I've had so many people come up to me and be like, thank you so much. Like, you just being like, hey, this is who I am and I'm living in my truth has helped me so much. And that is exactly why I did it. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. Like, I, I believe that people appreciate you more when you're being your authentic self. And that's obviously what you're doing. And that's like I said, I, I haven't met you in person yet, but just the vibe and the overall feel just from conversing with you, not only on the phone, but then also like with our different exchanges and email and then just checking out some of your stuff on YouTube. It seems like you're just being who you are. And I think people appreciate that for sure. So that is good. You know, it's so crazy. I get people, uh, I have one of my, like my older brother
this on the podcast. So like, I have an opportunity to voice that. You know, it's not saying like, hey, you know, you just be sad, be unhealthy, and, and not live your best life. No, it's saying like, I'm sad. I do try to live my best life as possible. I'm also on a journey dealing with food addiction and how to cope with that being a chef because it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. And so that was definitely well explained. Tell me how, how has the culinary arts or just you, like how has being Chef Vicky V and doing your events and things like that, how has that allowed you to connect with people? Oh man. Let me tell you, the reason why I love cooking, in your questions you ask me, like what's something that people don't realize? People don't realize that in my house, in my refrigerator, if you go into my house, I don't have any food in my house for me. <laughs> and people come in and they be like, girl, you a chef or what? I'm like, if you come, I'll cook. But I'm not just going to say, because the part of being a chef that makes me know that this is my purpose is because it's a gift. Like, it's literally me taking a piece of myself, a piece of my gift, and giving it to you. And so if I can do that, if I, I'm not even in that space to do that, then I can't. It's meaningless to me. So I don't Yeah. <laughs> but it just, it, you know, I, I really use it as an act of giving. So that being said, come back, tie back into your question. Yeah, I definitely, it definitely has food. So food is communal. It always has been for the history of food. People come together around tables. People come together around fires. People have come together historically around food because we all have to eat. Yeah, you know, that's true. and it, you know, we all have to take that time. Well, we can do it on the run, but you're still taking time out to eat, and that's why families it, it allows families even to have a time to hey, now all this goes on through during the day. At the end of the day, we get to sit down and we get to discuss traditionally. I guess you could say Same that's thing. how it went. You know, they get to spend time with each other over a plate of food. So yeah, connecting people and then just living because it's my purpose and what I feel like God has called me to do. It has he's opened up doors where I've met people that I never thought I would meet and get to do things that I never thought I would do that are food related and or otherwise. And I love people. I really, really do. Probably too much, but I really do. I just I genuinely love people. And so doing things like like restaurant week or you know, food competitions or just working in restaurants in general, like Seriously, like I've been able to meet some really cool people that are able to tell me their stories and just, it's just been awesome. So yeah, it definitely connects me with people because people always have to eat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And speaking of eating, and I know you just mentioned... Houston uh, Black Restaurant Week. I know you were you recently participated as one like one of the yeah. featured chefs for is it yeah. Nas the Culinary Showcase? Yeah. Nas, okay. Uh, it was nice. yeah, t- yeah. Tell us about that experience. It was so great. I said this in my uh, interview. I said, you know what? I have literally grown with Nosh. Nosh is a showcase of Black restaurants here in the city, and literally, I was there the first year as a chef was quote-unquote doing catering. I had my little table. It was real janky. Yeah. You know, like, I was surprised you were like, But, I mean, they were. They were like, oh, this is good, but what do you actually do? But I was really on the cusp of, like, of deciding what I wanted to do. I was like, should I do full catering? And I just knew that was not what I was called to do. By the second year, I was firm in my standing on not 
not catering. So I just told uh, my friend Warren, who was one of the founders, he owns Brand War Wild, got to shout them out. He called me and he was like, hey, do you want to do this again? You know, you participated last year. And I was like, I can't do the, the full catering thing. But what I can do is I can help you in any way possible. And so I came that night and I was literally directing traffic. Like I was standing at the door telling everybody, go here. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, you're obviously doing something right because I, I was reading one of your posts where you said you finally figured out what you were going to prepare, which is, it sounded pretty good to me. I mean, I, I would have, have liked to did a sample <laughs> myself. And, and speaking of which, what, like, do you have a preference over the different types of dishes? Like, what, what do you enjoy the most about crafting different dishes? Because I know, like, you don't do, like, the full catering bit, but there are some different things that you specialize in. Yeah, and I'm I'm a little bit ashamed of myself when it comes to cooking different types of food because when I think of of chef or trying to get fancy because I know you just mentioned like the Cajun fusion, I would think maybe Mexican versus Italian or if I want to do so soul food or something like that. What's your all time go to like when you're maybe like when you're not cooking for somebody or for yourself and you go out and you figure out you you know you want to go sit at a restaurant? What is your go to? So it doesn't matter to me if it's Cajun and Chinese. 
if it's South African or, well, yeah, South African and Italian. I really just love the way people can fuse together flavors. I do not have a favorite type of cuisine. You know what? Because I haven't traveled enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel, but you know what? One of my favorites is Lebanese. Lebanese, Lebanese okay. food is delicious. I recently tried, I was so ashamed. It took me, I feel like it took me too long as a foodie and somebody, but I recently tried Ethiopian food, which is like, it's not really even that foreign, but it's such a great experience. I was just ashamed that it took me so long to do it, but I tried it. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's yeah. probably the best way to be. And and do you prefer like cooking on on a stovetop versus a grill, or what do you? What's your take on that? I guess that would be difficult at that point. So, all right, Chef Vicki B, tell us what does it take? Tell us what it takes to be a great chef or an exceptional chef. How have you gotten this far? there 
yeah. something with a certain ingredient. How can I make that my own? How can I make it? How can I elevate it? And I think that's the thing that'll make you a great chef or great anything. Seeing what people are doing, seeing how you can be cutting edge, and just putting your own yourself into it and letting that be okay. Because sometimes I feel like if you're always looking at other people's stuff, you don't get to appreciate like your dish. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So I, that's the one thing I can say about chefs being a chef and know that it takes time. Cooking is not something that is comes easy. Cooking is not a natural thing. It's, yeah, <laughs> I, that's I, true. And I've learned that over the years. Like most people, to be honest with you, like to have food that that could be like in a restaurant, that takes skill and practice. That's not even my plating is like I'm like, eh. you know what I'm saying? Like I just, I just want to be better. So nobody is at you never, especially in the food industry, you never hit. There's no ceiling to it. It's always to be better. It's always your place can look uh, cleaner and tighter. Your presentation could be better. Your, you know what I'm saying? Like your slicing could be like, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. finer. Like it's always something that you can elevate in. Oh, yeah. Always room for growth. I got you and I hear you. I certainly agree. So tell us like when you have like your different catering events, what's the main thing that you want people to take away from the Chef Vicky V ex- experience? Flavor. Flavor. All right. Here we go. There we go. I want, them, I want their palate. I want them to remember what they've had from me. I don't want them walking away saying, oh, you know, I mean, everybody has a bad day. Everybody, you know, nobody's perfect. But I want the majority down, you know, when it comes to me, to be like, hey, you know, she really put, she really did her thing, like, she can cook, and I think that means a lot to me as a chef, so, yeah, I want people to, yeah, I want people to feel the love, too, like, I, I, yeah, I want people to feel the love of the dish and realize that I did my best. Exactly. Yeah, to feel the love and to taste the flavor. <laughs> flavor. So, mm-hmm. hey, you can invite me anytime. I'm always up for a good meal. Okay, girl, you are welcome. <laughs> you are welcome. Yes, ma'am. Perfect. And I know the industry can be pretty fast-paced, and you know, there's always, like you were saying, room for growth and things like that. But for someone who is like yourself and busy, and different opportunities are coming about, how do you go about staying grounded to make sure that you are? focus, sticking to your vision and not pulled away into other things. Right, right. That's still, you know what, I, I would be lying to say if I have it 100% down yet, because the more that I do and the more that people are seeing and kind of like latching on to what I'm doing with the Fat Girl Food Chronicles, I do get a lot of things that come through and I'm like, oh, should I do this? Should I not do this? Really, I have really, I'm like, what do I want to do? Yeah. What is my vision? And I want to eat, travel and get paid for it. Like, that's what I want at the end of the day. I think that's my ultimate goal. And I want to create dishes like at the end of, not at the end of my life, but people are like, so when are you going to cook? So <laughs> I want to have a bed and breakfast that wins the James Beard Award. I want like four rooms that I could create like really bomb dishes and be able to have people come and pay for it during the week. And then on the weekends have like a young men from inner cities come and stay there and get like an experience that they would never have had otherwise Um, so that's yeah that's what I want to end up doing like at the end of it all so that's when I'll be cooking but right now I'm just trying to 
make sure that everything that I do aligns with that vision. And I think that you have to take the time and figure out what it is that you want. And you can't be pulled because of money. I have so many times accepted stuff because just to take it for, you know, money. We're human and we have bills to pay and things like that. But I'm like, if you could get to the point, of course, you know, at the beginning, you do what you have to do. And in that season, you find that, you're able to learn things about yourself, what you want to do, what is necessary for you to do sometimes, and then also how you can navigate between those two spaces. So what I did was I told myself, what is it that I want to do? I want to cook. I want to cook for intimate events, and I want to be able to give people an experience. So if it doesn't really pertain to that, then I'm not I can't do it. And I hate to tell people no. But what I've learned to do is say, hey, I'm not the best for this for you. Because Mm. what I'd rather do is give you somebody who is. And that way I'm always connected with other chefs so that when things come through that aren't necessarily for me, you can always be a blessing to somebody else. Like everything is not for you. You know, and I think that every sometimes people are always like, oh, this mine, this mine. They're trying to snatch up everything. And that's, I mean, hey, that works for some people. But for me, it's like if I can't give you my best, here's somebody who can. And I have never not been blessed or received something that I was supposed to receive because I'm always in the space of how can I give to somebody else? How can I make, you know, I'm like if we all can win. I mean, everybody got to eat three times a day, especially when it comes to my industry. You know, it ain't, listen, it's enough out here for all of us. So I think knowing your vision staying true to yourself and just having those things that you want to do, your anchors, having those things that you won't divert from. Like I literally get DM or message a lot during the week about, can you cater this? Can you do this? And I'm like, Hey, you know what? I want to make sure that if you ever have a chance to experience my food, I give you the best. And right now, me doing a full service cater isn't the best. And people are like, why do you stress that so much? It's because I want you to have the best for you. You know what I mean? Like, I want you to be happy with your experience. And that might not always be me. So it has not been an easy journey to get there. But now that I am there, I have to stay true to myself. So, yeah. You know, that's that's perfect. And that's some great wisdom that you just graced us with. And we truly appreciate it. And before we wrap up, there's a a couple other questions I want to throw at you. I know that you are still in the trenches. You're still building your blog and getting things going. Oh, yeah. So tell us, what steps are you taking, rather, to make sure that the word gets out about Chef Vicky V and the Fat Girl Food Chronicles? What sort of, I don't want to say marketing, but what sort of, how, how do you go about promoting your services and what you're doing? Well, really, right now, I'm really Instagram-based. I mean, I, I have the FatGirlFoodChronicles.com. I really, I've been honestly busy. I'm in that, like, kind of, like, I wouldn't say, I don't know what space it is. I'm still working and still doing things, but I'm trying to figure out, okay, exactly like I was talking about, like, what lane is the Bad Girl Food Chronicles are gonna, is going to be, because a lot of, I was like, I'm going to do all this food stuff and recipes, but what I learned is that people, like, when I pulled up, like, at the end of the year on Instagram, you could pull up, like, your favorite, like, the, the, the pictures that people have liked the most, like, your top, I think it was, like, top six or whatever, yeah. and, or top nine, I'm sorry, and it was all me. So people had like my photos more than they like my pictures. They like me holding my food. They like me, you know, talking about my food. But they like me. And so I'm like, oh, man, that's scary. Because I'm like, you know, uh, uh, I only got so much to say. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I'm navigating between like what people really want. And I think that they like me and they like me talking. 
introducing them to new food, but as far as like recipes all the time, they not, they, I mean, they don't, they like that stuff, but they rather me talk them through it. So that being said, I have started doing like videos and all this kind of stuff. So I think I'm going to go more that way. And I have some events. I'm doing my first event this summer. Oh my gosh. So oh. that is just, it's me. Uh, <laughs> front line, which I've always partnered with somebody else, but I, I think it's time. I think it's time. I've gotten my feet wet enough that I, I got, you know, I, could, I think I can say it on my own at this point. And so I decided that I was going to do a brunch pop-up this summer. So definitely be looking out for that. Oh, yes. It's coming soon. Yes, it's going to be super fun. And it's everything that I like. If I want to, if I do an event, I want this, you know, this component, this component. And I want it to make sense and have to be fun. And all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I definitely have some stuff coming up soon. Excellent. Okay. Well, yeah, we will definitely keep our palettes on pause until we get those <laughs> event dates. And I'll definitely be looking forward to it. But let's go ahead and get ready to wrap up. Uh, Chef Vicky V, go ahead and leave us. Uh, I know you've given us a lot of good things to work with and go back and listen to and digest. But leave us with some last thoughts and words of encouragement just so that we can have something to take with us as we move forward, like as entrepreneurs or even in our respective careers and industry. For sure. I think the biggest piece of wisdom that I can give anyone at this moment is to live your truth. I think that for so long, people have had to be hush-hush about things or have uh, decided they, they didn't have the courage to step out and do something that they knew inside of them was passionate because they, or was their passion because they, they thought that it would be silly to someone else or it doesn't make sense. Like, how am I going to make this make sense? But really, you just have to start doing. You have to get out there. You have to say, you know what? And nobody might like this. One of my best friends told me, he said, you have to live and maybe it will, maybe it won't. Space. Maybe it will pop off or maybe it won't, but at least you've done what you thought was the right thing for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that just live in your truth, no matter what it is, if it's food, if it's finance, if it's ministry, whatever it is, like be true to the fabric of you. And then that's like universal. So yeah, that's what I could give people if they were to ask. Perfect, 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 perfect. And tell us where we can find more information about the fabulous chef Vicky V online, the Fat Food Girl Chronicles, and also if you have the specifics on the event, feel free to drop those in your website handles as well. Okay, so we have a we're uh, I'm actually going tonight to finish uh, to finish editing the promotional stuff that we shot this weekend, but the event is going to be on June 17th. I can't give you too much, but I can give you a date. <laughs> okay. Your calendar. Uh, it's going to be June 17th, which is Father's Day, but don't worry, because we got something <laughs> for the fathers. So it's going to be so fun. So look forward to that day. I, all the information will be dropping within like a week. Okay. So, yeah, super excited about that. You can find me on the, it's T-H-A, so uh, not the, but the Bad Girl Food Chronicles on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and, of course, online at thefatgirlfoodchronicles.com. <laughs> perfect, perfect. All right, Chef. Well, thanks so much for joining. I truly appreciate it. I'm glad that I found you and, and, and just having a go-to now when I get tired of eating some of the same stuff. I know oh. you're located in Houston as well, so that's good. And I appreciate yeah. your time today. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. This is wonderful. I love that we can come together as women, as black women. And do this and do it yes, well. Ma'am. So it's, it's, yeah, this is awesome. This is so right up my alley. I just, I'm appreciative. Thank you. 
You're welcome, Chef Vicky V. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.